broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, don't worry. We'll we'll roll the tapes. We'll get to uh, the explosive uh, video footage that was aired by Tucker Carlson last night. And even if we didn't get to it here in the early morning hours of Montana Talks, I know uh, John Jackson will get to it uh, later on uh, this Tuesday morning in the 8 o'clock hour of the show is uh, for sure. Uh, but let's start with a random story this morning here. This was just kind of a funny one. I was trying to recycle yesterday's stack of stuff because I uh, just I need to clear up my my desk uh, here because we've got uh, way too much stuff to talk about today and so as much as uh, there's there were several stories that I thought we would talk about yesterday that we never got to I, I just got to clear the clear the uh, desk here and move on with a new day uh, but this was a funny one we just gotta this is we gotta start your morning with a little laugh here <laughs> so you hear about this uh these thieves in Georgia, uh, let's see, two Georgia suspects were taken into custody for stealing gaming systems. Uh, let's see, but here, here's where the story gets funny. Uh, so the, <laughs> these suspects fled the scene in an electric vehicle. The the uh, the crime suspects fled the crime scene in an electric vehicle, and then they got busted because they had to recharge the battery of the electric vehicle. <laughs> so, I mean, you could you could just uh, picture this whole scene here. Here's these two criminals. Here's these two uh, America's uh, dumbest uh, criminals. Uh, video footage here where. Oh, Get in the get in the car. We're we're taking off, and they're they're running from the police. They just uh, heisted their video game systems, and they're taking off down the road. And then they realize, oh, we're driving an electric vehicle. It might not have the range that a normal getaway vehicle might have. I guess we will stop now to charge our electric vehicle. And it takes a little bit longer. It's not just like filling up your car for gas. So it takes a little while to fill up your electric vehicle. So they got busted. Yep, that's right. Uh, Two Georgia suspects were taken into custody for stealing gaming systems after police located them charging their getaway vehicle. (laughs) When officers arrived at the scene, they were told that the suspects fled in a Tesla uh let's see the officers then broadcasted the description to surrounding officers the suspects were discovered a short ways from the scene of the crime charging the vehicle you just gotta you just gotta love this uh right now not only uh let's see not only did they have uh uh, apparently uh, uh, gaming systems, but apparently uh, several guns and two pounds of suspected marijuana were found at the scene. So uh, now n- no official word on whether the, the marijuana inhibited their uh, their mental capacity when they were planning this heist. But uh, we know that the electric vehicle inhibited uh, their uh, their ability to pull off this heist. That's for sure. All right. Anyway, that story at foxnews.com. Georgia thieves busted by cops when they stopped to charge their getaway electric vehicle. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Too comical. All right. Uh, lots of serious stuff to get to here this morning. Plus, we got the phone lines open for you. 294-0970. Here is your Montana news. 
The man apprehended for the murder of a woman whose body was found in a suitcase February 28th has been charged with deliberate homicide. KTVQ reports that Terrell Spotted Wolf is accused in the killing of Susan LaForge, who was identified by family members and who received blunt force trauma to the head and arms. Her body had been found by her teenage son. An email threat and an open door prompted Bozeman schools to close on Monday. KBZK Bozeman reported that the safety of students and staff were the prime objective in closing for the day, according to Superintendent Casey Bertram. Responding to the threat, Bozeman police conducted a perimeter check of the schools and found an open door. Now, this led to thoroughly checking and clearing all the school buildings. Classes were resumed this morning, the 7th. is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, N-A-V, A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, we only had about 20 seconds left in the show yesterday. Only about 20 seconds left until the show wrapped up. You know, we get we get so many phone calls on this show uh, and we want to give everybody the opportunity to weigh in. So, man, there we get we get so many great callers. There's callers. Man, I wish we could just do a full 10-minute segment or a full 60-minute segment with uh, some of the phone calls that we get on a day-to-day basis here, but but man, then sometimes uh, right behind that great caller are are three or four other great callers and so unfortunately we gotta we gotta keep going we gotta all of us gotta make our points say what say our piece say what we want to say and then on to the next one here so but anyway so uh, towards the tail end of the show uh we i think uh, state representative jerry schillinger he's a republican out of circle montana and uh, God, 10, 12 years ago, I, I'd get phone calls from Jerry and Circle, and, and it was Jerry and Circle sitting in his tractor, uh, working on the farm, listening to the radio, calling into the radio show. Now he's a state representative, Jerry Schillinger, who sometimes will call us from the Capitol. Sometimes he'll call us uh, from the tractor when he's able to get back home and, and get some work done back on the farm. But anyway... He was trying to call in uh, for a, a good chunk of the 9 o'clock hour yesterday, and he finally texted me. He's like, I've been trying to get through. The line's busy. And I said, well, I think one just freed up now. Give it a shot right now. <laughs> That's just kind of how it how it rolls on this show, especially in, in the 9 o'clock hour of the show and when we're statewide from Glendive all the way uh, to Missoula. But, uh, but anyway, so he finally gets through. And he's making some great points. He's talking about, you know, what what all was happening in the first uh, half of the legislative session. And then he gets to talking about, well, here's what we got coming up in the second half of the session. And, you know, we got all these appropriations bills, all these state agency budgets that we've been hearing from. And uh, and so now we got to we got to get focused on House Bill 2 and we got to get this this budget put forward. You know, they got the uh, billion dollars in tax relief delivered uh, in the first half of the legislature. Now they got to get the rest of the state budget budget kind of ironed out so jerry was telling us how you know uh, the the legislature will be back in session this friday but he's got to get back even earlier because they've got to do some appropriations committee work but anyway so so long story short so so jerry throws out yeah we're working on this we worked on that I make the point that, yeah, isn't it crazy that the Democrats basically, you know, if you look at the big picture of Montana's legislative session, what's the big takeaway? What 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 defined the first half of the legislative session here in Montana? Well, basically, Republicans delivered over a billion dollars in tax relief 
and the Democrats were dragging drag queens to the Capitol because they want them to read books to your kids, or the Democrats want pornographic material to be on, you know, the school bookshelves. That that so I made that quick little point, and then and then we we were quickly running out of time at the tail end of the nine o'clock hour, and and I knew Jerry had one other thing he wanted to talk about. Sometimes this will happen to all of us. You you have that one thing that you want to say. You have that one thing that you want to talk about. But then you start listening to the show or, or three other things come up and you, and you talk about the one or the two other things. And then and then you're like, oh, wait, I, I didn't mention the point that I that I actually called in to talk about. Well, we have like 20 seconds to go. I said, Jerry, I know we only got 20 seconds left to go, but what do you want to share with folks? And that that is when the best line of the day came out yesterday talking about the Montana legislature. He said. And, and and part of this, I think he said that this line came up because, you know, he's, he was able to kick back, have a cup of coffee, listen to Montana Talks, and listen to you, listen to our callers, listen to what we, we all were, were yapping about. And he said, you know, a lot of the bills that the Democrats have brought forward, they want us to play make-believe. Isn't that a great line, that the Democrats want us to play make-believe? talking about the, the legislative session here in Montana. He said, a lot of the bills that the Democrats have brought forward, they want us to play make-believe. They want us to believe that boys can be girls and girls can be boys. And our judges are nonpartisan. <laughs> I love that little one at the end there. And and then, but, golly, we, we ran out of time. It was like, whoop, right to the commercial break, right after that to wrap up the, uh, the, the 9 o'clock hour before the Fox News update rolled. But no, it was such a great line. They want us to play make-believe. They want us to believe that boys can be girls and girls can be boys. They want us to believe that these judges in Montana are nonpartisan, which we all know that's make-believe. Uh, now, there's there's some really good district judges out there, so we're not painting them all with this brush here, but we know that the liberal mob majority on our Montana Supreme Court is a joke. They, they are a bunch of partisan hacks who are pushing their radical left-wing agenda. They're not there to 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 be fair they're not there to fairly apply justice fairly apply the law uh, you know no, the law they're there to push their democrat party agenda the chief justice of the montana supreme court is a former democrat party office holder how many of them are big mega donors to the democrat party uh, it's it's an absolute joke and then we've got liberal judges like this mike moses character in Yellowstone County, big-time Democrat Party donor, he and his wife, long-time Democrat Party activists, he got appointed to the bench by former Democrat Governor Steve Bullock. This liberal judge, Mike Moses, is the guy who's been uh, undermining election integrity laws, doing the bidding of the dark money Democrat uh, Party front groups that, pro that helped in getting him on the bench in the first place. This judge, Mike Moses, is the same guy that is, is abusing his power on the bench to to fight Montana lawmakers and to fight the the people of Montana to push this radical transgender agenda and so so yeah this high, this whole idea that these that some of these judges are nonpartisan is it, Jerry Schillinger was exactly right they want us to to make believe this stuff by the way speaking of liberal judge Mike Moses I meant to share this on the air yesterday it's now official he is stepping down this summer, and Montana Governor Gianforte will be able to now select a replacement. I've got that big news. You money and hit the streets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty.
It's time for your Daybreak Ag Report. You are listening to the Western Ag Network. I'm Haley Shipp. The Department of Agriculture just yesterday released a proposed rule with new regulatory requirements to the voluntary product of U.S. label claim. This announcement came as the National Farmers Union was in the midst of their fly-in to our nation's capital and was met with fanfare. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. There are folks today, voluntarily folks today, who put that label on packages. So we went out and we surveyed people in the country and we said, what do you think that means? They said, well, it means, you know, whatever was done with that product was done in, the, in, in America. Well, well, it turns out that's not the case. case. This label is currently assessed on products if they're processed in the U.S., which means they could be born someplace, they could be slaughtered someplace, they could be raised someplace else, but not in the U.S., and still get this label. The proposed rule that we're putting out today would say, if you want to use this label, or you want to make made in the USA label, for beef, poultry, processed eggs, pork, you can only do it if the creditor was raised here, born here, raised here, slaughtered here, and processed here. In fact, everything's done in the Montana Farmers Union President Walter Schweitzer says the new rule provides increased clarity and transparency. Uh, the Packers have been utilizing this loophole to, to bring in uh, uh, meat from from foreign nations and and packaging it here in the United States, and then misleading our consumers that uh, they were actually purchasing a product of USA. This voluntary label of product USA can only be put on beef that was born, raised, and processed in the United States. Now, he called it a good first step, emphasizing strong support to get mandatory country of origin labeling back in the U.S. Hi, this is Jack Holden inviting you to our 57th annual production sale, Monday, March 13th, at the ranch near Valier, Montana. We'll sell 130 pile for Hereford bulls, 25 line one females, and 15 F1 black baldy hits. With almost 70 years of performance selection, Holden Herford's genetics will add dollars to your bottom line. Sale time is 12.30. Sales also carried live on Superior and liveauctions.tv. For more information, visit HoldenHerford's.com. Farmers know a thing or two about being tough, and they hold their wheat to that same standard. Their fields need to be able to take on anything because there's no telling what tomorrow has in store. That's why Westbred brand wheat offers varieties like WB9590 and WB9719. Both offer high yield potential, standability, and are balanced with protein. Meet your standards of excellence. Plant Westbred. Performance may vary. A heartbreaking story is developing in Lincoln County, Nebraska, where two men were recently arrested on numerous felony counts of alleged animal neglect and cruelty after law enforcement authorities and brand inspectors found more than 150 dead cattle on a county ranch and seized more than 1,100 animals. According to information from the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office, father and son, Larry, age 75, and Matthew Mikuloik, age 41, were charged with 150 counts of animal cruelty and neglect resulting in death. Further animals reportedly were required to be put down on scene. Others were transported to the North Platte stockyards to be inspected by a licensed veterinarian. For the Western Ag Network, I am Haley Shipp. 
Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, yeah, we do want to talk about the January 6th footage that has now come out, thanks to Tucker Carlson and his program on Fox News last night. Uh, John Jackson, I, in fact, I first saw, saw the news through him that Tucker was going to be, uh, I was sitting there, I think, eating dinner or something, and uh, just wrapping up dinner, and I, I saw a tweet from John Jackson, the joker on Twitter, who joins us every Tuesday in the 8 o'clock hour, and he said, hey, Tucker, he, Tucker's on right now. He's rolling out the footage from January 6th. Do you know all the footage that the Democrats and the liberal mob media did not want you to see? Well, now we know why they did not want you to see this footage. Now we know why the never-Trumper Liz Cheney down in Wyoming never wanted you to see this footage as she cheerleaded as she served as the head cheerleader on the january 6th soviet style show trial we now know why they hid evidence from the trial we now know why they would not even allow the other side uh to be on that sham of a of a january 6th panel because it was a soviet style show trial just like we said it at the time just like we have said since day one uh it was very obvious what a sham that that uh, january 6th committee was going to be and and now it's it's even it, it's confirmed e- even more so uh because now the tapes have been rolled out uh as soon as i get my computer all uh, squared away here and pull up my audio files uh i want to roll a couple of the highlights from tucker carlson's program last night because we are your fox news affiliate here on uh, 970 kbul billings and 1450KMMS Bozeman. And as a result, if you're listening on the Montana Talks app, you get the uh, the Fox News uh, updates as well. But anyway, uh, Sean and Shelby sent us a message here on the Montana Talks app. Now that the truth about January 6th is coming out, are there going to be real charges for the real people that incited that riot? That's a great question, Sean. I wouldn't hold your breath, of course, just like we haven't seen real charges or real accountability for the FBI agents who lied on FISA warrant applications so they could justify their phony Russia collusion hoax investigation. Uh, Just like we haven't seen accountability for the people like Fauci who lied about COVID-19, who lied to cover up the gain-of-function research that he signed off on uh, at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the Communist Chinese lab. We've seen a whole bunch of folks that haven't been held accountable for their crimes against America. Uh, Hunter Biden, Well, the, the list could go on and on. And so, no, I don't expect the Ray Epps of the world. I, this was one of the things that came out in Tucker's uh, in the video footage last night was was this guy Ray Epps, who apparently was working undercover on behalf of the federal government. He was there inciting people to riot. He was trying to get people to uh, to riot. And he lied under oath. This video footage now proves that he lied under oath. He claims he left the Capitol long before he actually did. Uh, so, yeah, there is a there is a lot to unpack, unpack this morning. That is for sure. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Four Americans kidnapped in Mexico Friday. Some may be wounded or killed. 
are identified as a mother of six children who'd made an appointment for cosmetic surgery and three friends traveling with her. In the white van, they had been driving riddled with bullet holes. It had North Carolina plates, but family members tell the Associated Press that the close friends had traveled from South Carolina, accompanying one member who had planned a visit to Mexico for a tummy tuck. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. The polls were open in Oklahoma for a single-issue special election, whether to legalize recreational marijuana. Approval would allow anyone 21 and over to grow weed or purchase it and other marijuana-infused products, despite opposition from Republican Governor Kevin Stitt. Backers of recreational marijuana say it'll spur tax revenue and free up law enforcement. Fox's Jeff Manasso. The question was left off the November ballot due to legal challenges. America's listening to Fox News. All right. uh, Coming up after our next break, I want to start playing some of the highlights from Tucker Carlson's program last night. Uh, But uh, let's see. I I do want to go back to this story. Some of you may be wondering, hey, did I I hear what I think I heard? Did did Aaron just say you might have heard this right before the 620 uh, news break? And if 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 you were like, wait a minute, did I hear what I think I just heard? Yeah, yes, you did. Yes, uh, but then you might say, in fact, I should actually I should actually go check some of the uh, the area news uh, newspaper and TV station websites to see if they've got a story on this yet or not. They didn't last night uh, when we shared the news. But anyway, a liberal judge who has used the power of his bench to block election integrity laws and to force transgender birth certificates is stepping down. The resignation of Judge Michael Moses in Yellowstone County allows Montana Governor Greg Gianforte to select a replacement. And if you go to our Montana Talks website, I have a letter, thanks to one of our listeners who sent this letter my way. It, it's, it's kind of funny, inside baseball here. Friday Friday morning is when I, I heard the news that, that uh, yeah, apparently uh, Judge Moses was going to be stepping down, but it hadn't even been officially transmitted, communicated. Uh, to the governor's office yet, but it had, uh, but the word had gone apparently up, and and so how the process works is, when a judge resigns or or announces that they're going to be stepping down, they have to alert the chief justice of the Montana Supreme Court. Then the chief justice sends the notification over to the governor. That then triggers the process for a replacement. So anyway, Friday I had heard that this process was starting to get underway, and then I went through and I searched my email to see if the governor's office had sent out a press release about it, and I found an email from one of our listeners. And I'm like, oh, darn it. I, I'm, my email gets buried. That's why if, it's, if you message us on the Montana Talks app, it's, it's way better because our producer, Travis, will see it. He doesn't miss a thing. Uh, he doesn't miss anything like I do all the time. But anyway, I, look, I had an email on Thursday from a listener saying, hey, look at this. Judge Moses is going to be stepping down. But, yeah, if you go to our uh, Montana Talks website, you can see a thank you letter from uh, this liberal judge to the YABA, the Yellowstone Area Bar Association. He says that he advised Chief Justice McGrath that he will be retiring effective July 1st, 2023. So uh, so he's got a uh, – let's see. He's still got about four more months to push his liberal agenda on the bench, and then he's stepping down, and then Governor Gianforte gets to select a replacement. So this this is big news because this is uh, one of the most uh, biased partisan liberal judges, not just in Yellowstone County, but in the state of Montana. Uh, by the way, uh, Moses was appointed to the bench by former Democrat Governor Steve Bullock, who was a failed Democrat presidential candidate who also lost big in the United States Senate race to Montana Senator Steve Daines in the closely watched 2020 election. 
Uh, so anyway, check out that that news, uh, MontanaTalks.com. I also shared a great commentary from our friend Paul Mushaben because he went after Judge Moses. Uh, and then, of course, I called out Judge Moses recently, so you can see uh, you can see some of the uh, the prior coverage, the prior commentary on this uh, liberal judge as well. Follow in this man's baby steps, and you too can give your debt-free scream. Dave Ramsey each weeknight, starting at nine on News Talk one hundred three point three and AM nine seventy. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's see. I think I'm, I'm figuring out how, how to move over my uh, audio files here. Of course, uh, you guys know how IT things go. It's like, oh, great. Somebody in IT probably changed something again. Didn't bother to tell anybody ahead of time. And then now we got to, like, scramble to, to do some workarounds here. But that's all right. I worked with some some great guys in IT during my time in the military. I wasn't a signal guy myself, but I worked with some great signal guys. Uh, signal guys over the years so thankfully they they taught me a few things and uh, i've i've remembered some of them i haven't remembered everything but i've remembered some of them so uh but anyway i do have uh now thanks to our producer uh, Tra- travis lee here i do have uh, at least uh well some of the highlights this one may be uh, we probably can't run the whole uh segment here but i want to play at least a couple of minutes of highlights here uh, from Tucker Carlson's monologue last night. So a little backstory uh, for those of you who aren't tracking what's going on here. So January 6th, January 6th, who benefited from January 6th, by the way? The Democrats, the never Trumpers, the liberal mob media. And they used January 6th to go after the American people, to strip civil liberties away from the American people, and to run this narrative to help the Democrats, uh, not only not only on Capitol Hill, but to help the Democrats in the midterm elections, right? So, qui bono, the old Latin phrase, if, if you're an investigator and you want to find out who might be responsible for something happening, ask the question, qui bono? Who benefits? Who has benefited from January 6th? You're right. The Democrats, the media, the never-Trumpers. Now, eventually Liz Cheney, because the people of Wyoming saw through this whole Soviet-style show trial, what a, what a farce the January 6th committee was, the good people of Wyoming kicked Liz Cheney to the curb. And so, so she ultimately uh, got kicked to the curb over the over what a what a farce the whole thing was. But don't worry, don't worry. The uh, the deep state has figured out a way uh, to reward her. She's got some fancy gig at a university in Virginia. I, I had to laugh. I, I saw some some news story that was saying, "Oh, Liz Cheney's going back to Virginia. She's taking a job. She's moving to Virginia. She never left Virginia. That's the, that's the other reason the the good v- voters of Wyoming kicked her to the curb." You you remember she was doing campaign fundraisers when she was desperately trying to hold on to that congressional seat in Wyoming. She was holding campaign fundraisers in Virginia with her buddy Matt Romney. 
and they remember they had they had a vaccine passport requirement you had to have a vaccine passport to go to a stupid fundraiser with liz cheney and matt romney she lives in virginia her whole family lives in virginia She'd come back to Wyoming every now and then just to campaign. And anyway, the, the people of Wyoming kicked her to the curb. Anyway, here's a portion of what Tucker Monologue had to say, what he and his team have now learned uh, after they got a hold of the, the rest of the story, the rest of the video surveillance footage from January 6th. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. All right, and then what, what you can see from this video footage is not only were the hundreds of thousands of people that were outside the Capitol that were peacefully protesting that day, as we remember, because we talked with the Montanans who were there that never even entered the Capitol. So, so the overwhelming majority of the people that were there were peacefully protesting outside the Capitol, never even entered, even after they were waved in by Capitol Police, right? But what, what, what this, uh, what this uh, January 6th uh, video footage now shows, the video that the Democrats were hiding from the American people, the video that the liberal media mob was hiding from the American people, the very same Democrats and the very same liberal media mob that was cheerleading the BLM rioters that were, that were you know, burning and, and looting and destroying this entire country for months at a time, they cheerleaded those rioters, but, but, it, but the liberal media mob didn't want you to see the video of all of these other folks that were in the Capitol that, that were, that were, 
walking peacefully through the Capitol that that even the the Capitol police officers were apparently escorting them through. You remember the the goofy QAnon shaman guy, the goofy guy with the the bison horned hat on, shirtless character. Remember that? Remember that goofball? Well, according to this video surveillance footage that Tucker Carlson uh, unveiled last night, you can see on video Capitol police officers unlocking doors for that guy. They were unlocking doors to let that guy into places. And then that that guy became the face of January 6th. Uh, uh, Now, again, back to this Latin phrase, qui bono, who benefits? Who has benefited from January 6th? Who was in charge of capital security? Mm, The House of Representatives. Who was in charge of the House of Representatives? Mm, Nancy Pelosi. Who has to sign off on additional National Guard resources being at the National Capitol to help provide security on a day like January 6th? Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who refused to support additional law enforcement sort uh, being at in uh, security being at the Capitol that day, and and so who has benefited from January sixth? The very people that didn't want you to see these videotapes, the very people that didn't want you to see the actual surveillance footage, the very people who were supposed to be in charge of Capitol security that day, and now we have video footage of Capitol security opening locked doors. For a QAnon shaman goofball with the buffalo hat on guy. The other thing that there were there were three other things that stood out. One, you got peace, people uh, peacefully in the Capitol. That's what a lot of this video shows. You got the goofball shaman let into locked doors. Uh, the, and as as uh, Tucker Carlson pointed out, they also lied. They straight up lied about this being a deadly insurrection. They lied about it all. And then and then Ray Epps, this undercover Fed who was trying to encourage people to so you got you got undercover federal government operatives out there instigating a riot like situation. Then you have Capitol Security officers opening gates, opening doors, allowing uh folks in. And then you have the undercover Fed like Ray Epps lying about what he did, what he was a part of. And then even lying about when he was at the Capitol and when he wasn't. He claimed he left earlier than he did. The Capitol footage now released shows that he was actually there much longer than that. This Fed lied about it all. And he was a part of it all. So again, qui bono, who benefits? Qui bono, who has benefited from COVID-19? You're right. Joe Biden has benefited from COVID-19. Dr. Fauci has profited off of COVID-19. Dr. Fauci lied about COVID-19. He lied about the Wuhan lab in China. And who's really been the big winner from COVID-19? Who's been the big winner while America is bankrupting herself under Joe Biden? Qui bono, you're right, the communist Chinese. All right, uh, lots to talk about. Phone lines are open for you as well, 2940970. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Joe Biden was out there, I'm going to raise your taxes. And then the rest of it is, 
Uh, not if you make under $400,000 a year. However, he didn't say that as of January 1st this year, he raised taxes on oil, gas, and coal to the tune of, of hundreds of billions of dollars and pensions and corporations, $225 billion, I believe. And all of that impacts, you know, if you tax oil, gas, and coal, if you tax pensions, if you tax corporations, again, corporations will pass the cost on to consumers. So he raised taxes on all of us. Then he's back telling us he's not going to raise taxes on people that make less than $400,000 a year. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, this year you can finally get started on that home makeover that you deserve. Now you can upgrade to sleek new window coverings thanks to our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, save up to 40% off site-wide on premium custom window treatments. And if you need help in your selection, well, talk to a Blinds.com professional design expert. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 40% off site-wide, up to 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality cast. Performance does not guarantee future results. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh man, I uh, I printed up the story and then I got caught up here reading messages and uh, still haven't organized my stack of stuff for the day here yet, but that's all right. We've already been hitting the biggest stories of the day, but I printed up the story that I wrote about liberal judge Mike Moses stepping down in Yellowstone County. That's right. The liberal judge Mike Moses, who has been fighting Montana lawmakers, abusing his power on the bench to push his radical left-wing agenda, to be the mouthpiece for these uh, Democrat dark money groups. He's undermined election integrity laws, including voter ID laws. He's uh, messed with the election laws, even after election judges were already trained and what the rules were going to be. He's pushed these radical transgender birth certificates. And I'm sure if we dove through his record even more, we'd find all sorts of other nutty stuff that has come from this liberal judge. Uh, but he is now uh, going to retire effective July 1st. And so, but the process is already underway now for Governor Greg Gianforte to select a replacement. So if you go to our Montana Talks website, if if you know a good lawyer out there who, who would make a good judge uh, to fill this seat, somebody who can actually... Uh, you know, bring honor and decency and respect back to the bench. Now's your chance. So if you got a good candidate in mind, we've got a link on our Montana Talks website where you can go to to either uh, apply yourself or nominate someone uh, to that open uh open a judge a seat uh, that will become an open in July. So, yeah, check it out, montanatalks.com. Back to this whole – oh, but I, I, I printed up the story because I know our, our friends Mark and Paul will be uh, very happy to hear that news as well. So I'm going to – I'm going to bring them a copy here during the uh, during the next break. Their their on air light was on uh, during my last break, so uh, so I'll uh, I'll bring it down to them here in a second when I go fill up my coffee cup. Uh, back to this whole January sixth footage and the revelations uh, from Tucker Carlson's program last night. Miranda Devine 
uh, from the New York Post joined Tucker Carlson last night as well. She says this on Twitter, the truth about January 6th. Now that Speaker Kevin McCarthy has released Capitol surveillance footage from that day to Tucker Carlson, the Democrats' dishonest narrative has been demolished. Uh, if you go to if you go to twitter.com slash Aaron Flint, you'll, you can see that full New York Post story. Rick Grinnell, uh, former ambassador uh, Rick Grinnell, he says this, the D.C. media failed America again. They allowed congressional leaders to institute an investigative committee of Congress that contained no dissenting voices. They didn't critique the process. They celebrated it. Shame on Maggie Hamberman at the New York Times. The Tucker Carlson videos are infuriating. Even Elon Musk is weighing in. Elon Musk, uh, the Tesla founder and uh, SpaceX founder, uh, Elon Musk, the owner of Twitter now, he says this, besides misleading the public, they withheld evidence for partisan political reasons that sent people to prison for far more serious crimes than they committed. That is deeply wrong legally and morally. Great, and, and Elon Musk was responding to a tweet from, uh, from Greg Price who says this about the January 6th committee. They lied about how, how Officer Brian Sicknick died. They lied about Barry Loudermilk, uh, Loudermilk taking rioters on a reconnaissance mission. They lied about Josh Hawley, the Missouri senator, running away. They lied about Ray Epps being a credible witness. They lied. They lied. They lied. How many times have they lied? How many big stories have the Democrats in the media outright lied about? Because they so hated Donald Trump. Look at the mountains they moved to be able to spy on him, to be able to undermine the president of the United States. Look at the, the mountains they have moved to lie about the biggest scandals of our time, to lie about COVID-19, to lie about the Russia collusion hoax, to lie about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, the big guy, and their business dealings with China. And now, by the way, if you haven't seen the Wall Street Journal piece yet, Xi Jinping and China issuing a rare warning directly targeting America. Talking about war. I'll tell you about that coming up after this.